it's really not that easy to be spontaneous all the time, even though the media will have you believe that this is the only kind of sexy vibe that's out there. Insert every random email opener you've ever gotten the last few months. Oh, you said it. (laughs) I've said this very contentiously before, but fiddles make people horny. Come on. That's right. Tanya Coons is live in the studio with me via Zoom, obviously. (laughs) Tanya, morning. How you doing? Morning, Maya. Always a pleasure to be here. Feeling that little spring boost in the weather i know it's funny how it does that hey yeah yeah it gets in gets under the skin it's good yes now (laughs) today on let's talk about sex we are talking about getting in the mood and last week i asked you what were the sexiest songs you could possibly think of now today i want to hear from you on 0409 945 945 songs that get you in the mood and one of them maybe two of them even is going to get played in between let's talk about sex today so get texting 0409 945 945 is the number if you've got any questions as well for tanya they can always be answered anonymously and we're going to go through some tips and tricks today yes Yes, well, we're going to talk about getting in the mood and why people sometimes don't feel like they're in the mood and why sometimes people do and why that's different. A whole bunch of top-level stuff. Mm. And then we're going to drill down deeper in a couple of weeks' time into some actual tips and techniques. So we're going to start high-level and drill down. Yeah. Now, it's no secret, obviously, with everything going on with the cluster F of the year that we've been having, Um, You know, there are so many things going on, so many things you're thinking about. You've been constantly bombarded with all these bits of information. You're being stimulated by a lot of different things. It's no surprise that you might be feeling somewhat drained by everything mixed with being isolated, not being able to even go outside in some cases. And we are looking today at getting yourself back in the mood. Now, Tanya, do you think being overstimulated by the constant flow of information and the news cycle that is basically 24-7 now might make it harder for people to feel like they want to get a little bit funky? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, really, I do. I think a constant barrage of news is enough to make anyone feel down and not sexy. And and just, I don't know, the news since the, since the end of last year has not been great. It's been doom, it's been gloom. A lot of us are feeling very powerless you know we worry about the news we're worrying about lockdowns COVID has been so interesting in that it's so uncertain you know we're getting all this bad news we're getting all this this sort of lockdown stuff but there's no solution or any sort of news that can give us something to hold on to which is really unsettling for lots of people Mm. so not having a firm foundation on which to put your feet is very unsettling and that doesn't make most folk feel sexy, you know. And if, if we're in, because I think the whole world's vibrating on a much more anxious level at the moment. And I oh, know yeah. that anxiety, stress, depression, those sorts of things can really flatline people's libido as well. So you've got that sort of a general anxiety that will be helping people not feel that sexy. And if we're going into fight or flight, you know, our body actually turns off our ability to sexually arouse because you don't need to be getting your sexy on when you're dealing with problems out in the real world. So there's a bit of that. And I also think for those who have trauma in their background, which is many, many folks, news can be really triggering and that can manifest a kind of feeling shut down, maybe dissociation, maybe sexual aversion. 
and some cases flashbacks or nightmares, you know, like an ill ease in the body. And that's not feeling very sexy at all. So I think connecting intimately with people when you're not okay within yourself can be really, really tricky for some people, Mm. not everyone. Mm. What do you think it is about being... I don't, I don't want to say alive because that's obvious, but living in this very strange, weird, insert every random email opener you've ever gotten the last few months about these yeah. unprecedented times. <laughs> oh, you said it. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you think it is um, about living during these times that makes being in the right mood to feel flirty, feeling a little bit dirty, feeling sexy even, feel so hard or so difficult or such a strange space to well not a strange space but maybe it's that it's unusually strange that it's taking someone a while to feel like they're in that space yeah I mean I don't know this event's been huge right it is unpredictable and it is uncomparable to most of us that are alive today Uh, and I think it's the uncertainty that's really affected folks so feeling cut off from your loved ones, unable to see people. Like we're so used to just being able to say, right, I'm going here, I'm doing that, or I'm planning a holiday. You know, I was talking to my dad the other day and he's retired. And one of the things that really gives him focus in life is planning Mm. and going on trips. And now that's kind of just been pulled away from him through no fault of his own. Lots of people said there's no travel, there's no planning. Nightlife has changed. The ability to meet people has changed. Like, so there's a really... There's a lot of really big things that are shifting around in terms of how people can actually connect, whether they have a partner or not. And then, as I was saying, we have this physiologic, physiological response to fear and anxiety. Like when we, when we feel anxious, we start to breathe in our chest, a sort of shallow breath rather than a deep one, and that triggers the autonomic nervous system. Into When we start breathing shallow, it sort of goes, oh, my goodness, there must be a saber-tooth cycle somewhere that I need to deal with. And it activates the fight, flight, freeze or fawn response in us. And when that's activated, it turns off rational thought because you really don't need to have an intelligent conversation with a saber-toothed tiger. Uh, It turns your digestion off because you can do that later. And it also turns off your sexual arousal because none of these things are needed to deal with a problem like that. Mm. So I would always advocate to people taking deep breaths can not only help you feel calmer but also sexier because it will allow your sexy to come back on you know so doing some things like getting back into your body if you can breathe or you can tense and relax part of your body or if you could walk or swim just do stuff that will connect you into your body might help a little bit but yeah i think if you're not feeling if you're not feeling it there's nothing wrong with you i think i'd really like to sort of normalize this is a huge response huge yeah We are going to come back after this uh, track going into how maybe some people are feeling the opposite. Get texting on 0409 945 945. Some of the, some songs, they don't have to be tried and tested, but songs that you think (laughs) um, are going to get you in the mood. We've had a couple texts in, a bit of Barry White. This is uh, some Portishead with Numb pretty sexy if you ask me coming in on the text line 0409 945 945 we're going to be spinning them right here on let's talk about sex
bit of Porter's Head from the text line. That's numb. We are asking for songs that get you in the mood. Again, they don't have to be tried and tested. They can be songs that sound sensual. We had so many texts in last week, ranging from Lana Del Rey to WAP to um, even a little bit of Cisco. <laughs> 0409-945-945 is the number. We're going to give them a spin right here on Let's Talk About Sex, where we are talking through getting in the mood. Now, it's no secret. These are some pretty weird and wonderful, maybe not necessarily wonderful, but some pretty strange times. And, you know, you might not necessarily be feeling like your best self or like your surroundings is facilitating feeling uh, sensual or wanting to be intimate with a particular someone. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, there are also people who are feeling hornier than ever. Is that, do you think that's weird, Tanya? No, I don't think it's weird. I think it's it's very, very true. You know, when some folk are very worried or distractious or anxious and don't feel sexy, for all of those folk, there are others that that kind of situation will make them feel really horny, hmm. right? So for some folks, it's a coping mechanism for stress. I do a lot of work with sexual personality types in my practice when I'm working with people with mismatched libido. And there's one type of uh, personality where people actually use stress, you know, uh, sex to cope with stress in their life. They need it for validation. They need it to deal with stress. And if you say no to them, it's pretty catastrophic. Right? Other folks are like, oh, yeah, no, thanks. Great. I'll ask you again on the weekend. But these people are like, mm. what's wrong with me? You're not in love with me anymore. We're going to have to break up. This is really hard. So uh, for those folk, especially at this time, it can be really, really tricky. Um, for others, it's a way of dealing with mortality. You know, I've said this very contentiously before, but funerals make people horny. You know, it's really the thought of death that makes people feel want to feel more alive. And sex is definitely a way of doing this, that you're connecting with another warm human body and you, you're feeling the feels, mm. right? There's, there's the emotions, there's the physical responses, um, other folks are having a lot more time at home than usual, working from home, and a lot more opportunity than usual to be with their partner, and they want to take advantage of that. It's really interesting. So when lockdown began, I had loads of calls from clients that I saw seven or eight years ago who had mismatched libidos, and they were experiencing it again with lockdown because one was sort of feeling really shut down with anxious thoughts, and the other was like, oh, my gosh, we're going to need to have lots of sex to be dealing with this. Mm. So that's a tricky situation to navigate. Uh, and if you throw in folks with kids and trying to trying to manage working from home, kids, education, and then your own feels about a global pandemic, that's a pretty complex situation. Yeah, God, yeah. That's yeah. absolutely uh, correct. And, hey, there's no shame in wanting to feel like you need to connect a little bit harder with your partner. If you're living in isolation, I guess we're still kind of doing. We are yeah, still in a pandemic. I think a lot of folks are still very locked down and limiting their, their interactions. And it's not a bad idea. You know, we, we are still in some form of uh, lockdown. I think people forget that. Um, and it's easy to forget it when you've spent a lot of time alone or you're missing your pals. But think about all the things that we still can't do. And there's a good reason for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's important to remember that. It's, it's, you know, it's boring and it's tedious and it's a bit scary um, but it's also leading to sort of more creative ways to get out there and connect with folks. Yeah. And that is actually reminding me of, I, I'm not going to say maybe the, 
I don't even know what I'm going to call it, but the point you made about people feeling potentially hornier at um, funerals made me think <laughs> of Father John Misty's Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings when I realised that he was referencing um, getting down and dirty with his partner at a cemetery. I remember feeling rocked and shocked and just in in kind of the best way duped, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So on that note, we're going to go into some Father John Misty. We're going to come back, though, and talk about ways to combat feelings um, and work towards getting yourself in the mood here on Let's Talk About Sex. And we're still taking your texts on the se- sexy songs, songs that make you uh, feel like you can get in the mood right here on FBI. Father John Misty with Hollywood Forever Cemetery Sings. We are taking your requests for songs that maybe feel sensual, maybe feel a little bit intimate, songs that you think can help you get in the mood. Some other texts we've gotten was Arca's Time. Tanya, you also had a really good suggestion. Ah, Depeche Mode's uh, Useless, but the Kruder and Dorfmeister remake. Yes, 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 yes. Honestly, I think... You're exactly right. Some like ravey tunes. Perfect. We also yeah. got some Barry White in there. And earlier we played a little bit of Porter's Head. 0409-945-945 is the number. And we're going to put, collate it all and put it in a big playlist on Spotify. Now, yes. Tanya, we've been talking about both ends of the spectrum. If being in the middle of a pandemic and a civil rights movement maybe mm. isn't the sexiest thing ever, but they're both ends um both sides of that coin you know some people are feeling particularly anxious and not necessarily in the mood other people are feeling extremely in the mood and it's a way for them to connect with people around them let's talk about how to combat some of these feelings and working towards getting yourself in the mood or getting ourselves in the mood what are some of the ways that we can start to prime ourselves for getting back into feeling sexy or feeling ready to be flirty yes Okay, there's a couple of things. Um, the first is to remember that not everything needs to be a spontaneous desire. Like you may not feel it in your body. You might make a decision to do some things that might turn you on, right? So making decision is fine and it does work really well. Don't, don't always wait for things to just naturally happen in your body because as we were saying before, there might be some physiological reasons why you're not feeling it. Hmm. So the first thing you want to do is to deliberately try and connect with your body. So as I mentioned above, some embodiment things like breathing or moving, getting out into nature, doing some swimming, doing some walking, just things that are going to make you conscious of your body. Because I think a lot of folk expect to go from running around and doing things for work or family or domestics and then instantly transform into sexy humans at the drop of a pin. Mm. That doesn't really happen. You you kind of really need to give yourself some time to step out of one energy and into another. So slowing things down, disconnecting from what you were just doing, tuning into yourself and your partner is a good way to sort of work on getting into the mood. Just take it down a notch. Um, For a lot of people, it sounds boring, but make a sexy date, right? If life is hectic and full of moving parts, then it's really important to intentionally set aside time to spend together. Uh, 
because it's really not that easy to be spontaneous all the time, even though the media will have you believe that this is the only kind of sexy vibe that's out there, right? Mm. So I always talk to people about planning to be spontaneous, which is kind of, it's, it's the setting aside of time where you do something that might physically connect you. Uh, so you could take a bath together, you could have naked TV watching, you could do whatever you like. Um, and it's something you wouldn't do with your best friend, but it also might lead to you, you know, escalating into more sexy things. So the activity on its own is lovely and it connects you together um, and it might send you off to sexy land, but if it doesn't, it's still a really good thing. Yeah. Right? The other thing is keeping things at a bit of a simmer, right? So you, you, you don't want to start from cold all the time. You know, cold startup is, feels like a lot of hard work, but if you're already feeling a bit warm and bubbly towards each other, so you can do things like have, have a long kiss before you say hello and goodbye to each other. When you're leaving the house, take six seconds to have a kiss. You can achieve a lot in six seconds. And I don't mean tonsil hockey. I mean, you can grab their butt. You can nuzzle their nose. You can nibble their neck. You can kiss all the way from their lips to their ear and back again. You can achieve quite a lot of delicious loveliness in six seconds. You can have hugs with a bit of sexy to them. You can linger, you can grind, you can grab, you can kiss. All these things are kind of going to get the juices flowing, right? And you can send sexy messages and images to each other. Foreplay can be all day, right? It doesn't have to start two seconds before you want to get naked. Mm. So keep things at a simmer. But if you do take sexy pictures for someone, make sure the receiver knows not to use that against you. That is totally not a good thing. Make sure it's with someone you trust is more what I'm trying to say. We're going to quickly move into another sexy song request by Masego with Tadao here on Let's Talk About Sex. And I'm going to wrap with a few more things to avoid in getting yourself back into the mood. We're an FBI. This is Let's Talk About Sex on Mornings. Masego and FKJ on Tadao. Right here on FBI, it is mornings. We are on Let's Talk About Sex. I'm joined by Tanya Coons. We've been asking for songs that help you get in the mood. I'm going to let this one roll under for a little bit just because, you know, it's extra sensual. Why not? Thank you so much for texting in all of these songs. They are glorious, beautiful. We're going to whip them up into a playlist on Spotify. Now, Tanya, we've been talking about getting back into the mood. What shouldn't you do? What should you avoid in trying to get you or your partner back into the mood of things? Uh, I really love this question and thank you for asking it. I think we always focus on what you can do and sometimes folks are a little bit clunky about trying to tell let, let their partner know that they're interested or that they want to have sex. Um, so I think one of the first things that I would say to people is, yes, avoid expecting or demanding sex. It may have been a long time. You may be feeling super horny. You may be disappointed if your partner can't meet you in that space, but you really do have to respect their no or their boundaries, right? So if you can take the pressure off, it's going to make it much easier in the future. Um, I know lots and lots of folks get upset if they get 
numerous rejections you know if they're like oh but my partner says no all the time and I'm really sick of it and, and I say this so many times in my counseling sessions you know does shouting crying sulking slamming doors getting angry is that getting you laid and people look at me and they're like oh no it's not doing that I'm like all right so why are you doing that I know that you're having a response I know it's disappointing but uh, how can we, how can we, you know, it's important to express that disappointment. Don't shut it down. It, that's, that's, it's valid and important. But maybe a gentle conversation about wanting to connect and trying to understand the reasons. And I, I emphasize the word reasons, not excuses that your partner gives uh, is a really good way of starting to work it out together. It needs to be a team exercise. So think about your partner, right? If they are shy or they're not into nudity, then maybe answering the door in a bow tie or wrapped up in a ribbon might not be something that works for them, right? You've got to, you know, you might think it's super cute, but you've got to tap into what they find sexy. And I think this is where sometimes things get lost in translation and people feel really pressured because what's sexy for somebody, it may not be sexy to someone else. So have a little think about that. Maybe you could even do some, you know, some subtle questioning like, hey, what kind of things would you find really sexy? Or, you know, what kind of sexy stories have you heard of things that really work for their, your friends? Have a bit of a chat about it. And if your partner isn't feeling all that sexy, I think intentional time together is still valuable, right? That's, that's investing in the relationship. And all relationships need that regularly. And the thing that I sort of you know, in that sort of planning to be spontaneous stuff that I talk about, it is actually a lot easier to get around to being sexy when you are doing something that makes you feel connected to your partner. Mm. So a cold startup or being rushed or feeling pressured, most of those things aren't sexy. If you chuck in, you know, systemic racism, global pandemics and bushfires, we're not going to be feeling it so much. But if we create a loving little space for connection, you'd be surprised at what can germinate from there. Excellent advice as always, Tanya. You have such a way with words. <laughs> well, thank you, Maya. It's we, always a pleasure. We're wrapping Let's Talk About Sex today. You can listen back wherever you get your podcasts from. Just look for FBI Radio and Let's Talk About Sex will be there for you. Tanya will be back in a fortnight. We're going to keep this theme of getting in the mood going and we're going to be taking more of your song requests on tracks that might help you get there.